From SLB Radio in Pittsburgh, Youth Express, the nation's first 24-7 radio station devoted to youth writing, music, and conversation. I don't know why some people look down on people who either give up on college or never go in the first place. There are people that just hate you because of your race or ethnicity, but we are definitely making progress. She's hungry for everything, the life within, trying to find her way around again. Looking and searching is what she's doing. So I followed my brother down to the riverbank, and we donned our skates. While Lev hurried, I tarried. While Lev trudged through the slush, I caught a flake on my tongue. My parents are from Bhutan. They migrate to Nepal, and I born there, and I moved here in the U.S. So it's a long journey to get here. On today's episode, the Youth Express microphones are at youth places in Wilkinsburg as teens from Penn Hills, Baldwin, and Shaler get together to talk about the Black Lives Matter movement. Hello, my name is Mickey. I'm 14, and I go to Penn Hills High School. Hi, my name is Gabby. I'm 15, and I go to Baldwin High School. Hello, my name is Kamaria. I'm also 15, and I go to Shaler. Today we're at Youth Places Summer Camp in South Park, Wilkinsburg. Today we'll be talking about Black Lives Matter. I was listening to the news and I heard about everything that was going on in New York about walking, how the cops are retaliating, the defundment of the police. But I don't hear anything about Chicago, except for how people are still getting shot. I haven't heard much from Chicago. Bring on the point where you said that uh everyone's protesting and all this and nothing's happening. I feel like that's like working a little bit everywhere. People are doing everything but what they're asking. So like um, you see mayors painting the streets, like Black Lives Matter, renaming street signs. They're trying to like result to other things rather than defunding the police or firing and prosecuting the officers that like some of the victims like Breonna Taylor. No one really wants to end white supremacy and police thinking that they can do whatever they want and not get prosecuted for it. I don't understand how they can go about doing anything outside of defunding and stopping all white supremacy and anything and everything that belittles African Americans. I live in Penn Hills and I don't see anything going on here nor there. They're basically treating this entire situation as if we're a wild animal who can't be tamed. And if that's gonna keep going on, I don't see the point in there being all this we understand when you truly don't understand. Discrimination, racism, all that's left to do is stop it. Just just stop it. What do you think about um, all these different lynchings that are happening and how police are uh, basically classifying it as suicide, but there's men like young black men hanging from trees in the middle of parks. I feel that they're really trying to bring things back to the way they were. If I remember correctly, before Trump was elected, he was saying, make America great again. It was only great to Caucasian people. African American people have been suffering since the day we were brought here, and it continues to happen, and no one's doing anything about it. Someone needs to do something about this. This is not fair to anyone. Do you have any personal experiences with racism and discrimination as a young black woman? 
last year about this time an officer came by my house and he was like is this the house of Gabby and then he showed me a video of someone that looked like me and then he was like is this you and I was like no and then he was like are you sure and he was saying all of this stuff that I was not comprehending the whole situation and I was scared so are you aware what happened to Brianna Taylor so um, basically a uh, police got notified of I guess a crime that was being committed and they walked into the wrong apartment and um, it was Brianna Taylor's apartment she was sleeping in her bed and her and her boyfriend her boyfriend didn't know who, who was at the door. He thought it was a burglar or something. So he fired, and they shot Brianna Taylor. Basically, after that incident, they just tried to cover it up, saying that she had no injuries, but somehow she died. That just goes to show that the police evidently do not care about black lives whatsoever. If I remember correctly, at one point in time, there was a female soldier. She ended up going missing they could not find her or they did not try to find her for I want to say it was two to three months then they finally found her and the family wants justice it doesn't matter how dark your skin is you're still african-american and they still don't care you could literally be doing anything so Breonna Taylor was sleeping George Floyd was shopping there's so many names and it's crazy yes like you could literally be serving our country Trayvon Martin, he was no older than me and my colleagues here. He's walking and he's shot. They have the rule, stand your ground. Where did that rule even come from? But of course the police are abusing their power. They need to be defunded. They should have been defunded a while ago, but yet they're still here. Yet black people are still dying. I don't see racism against Caucasian people. Social media played a big part in all of the um, protests and when you first remember when George Floyd was murdered, someone videotaped it and they spread it around and that's how information got out and everyone opened their eyes to what the bigger problem was. And so many people are coming together, like you can see people are organizing these things and um, signing petitions, like without social media, like I don't think any like of this information could have been really put out like I feel like it could be easier to hide what's really happening it wouldn't have opened our eyes to the underlying issue that's going on right now the way I see it social media is a gift and a curse yes it helps in some ways like I said earlier proof of white supremacy racism discrimination there's messages that people are getting all across the world from other people who are cyberbullying without having to worry about any consequences. If that's okay, what's stopping people from just going out and killing every black person on earth? So I think what's stopping people from doing that is citizens themselves. So like in our constitution, it's like we have freedom of speech and all that. And um, I also think like social media and all this stuff helped us like realize how much the government controls us. I do believe that like citizens and us have a power to truly change things. So like when you ask like, oh, what's stopping them from killing every black person on earth? I feel it's allies and black people themselves. And you can even see other countries all around the world. There's protests happening. And I don't know. I just find it very inspiring, I guess, to see that like the government may not care about black lives, but I feel that the people do. People think that black lives matter the whole gesture, 
hashtag you see on social media. They think it's bad because it's all the truth that's been hidden for so many years finally coming out. And no one actually wants to know the truth. The phrase, the truth hurts, it is actual truth. The truth about what's happening to black people, no one wants to hear it. And that's really hurtful because we've done so much for this country. In all the centuries and decades we've been here, we've done so much. I feel most people put in the argument that when someone hears Black Lives Matter, someone will try and rebuttal that by saying all lives matter. It's not just Black Lives Matter. It's not like Black Lives Matter more. It's Black Lives Matter as well. Like, we're just trying to prove to people that, like, we are human beings as well. I don't understand why they cover it up with all lives matter. I'm not saying all lives don't matter. They definitely do. I don't really see many other races going through what black people have been going through for so many centuries. Mexican people have gone through some tough stuff. They're still going through it. There is struggle in Mexico. And Trump decides he's going to build a wall to keep them out when all they want to do is have a better life. The way I see it, the government started with a group of Caucasian people. They did the right thing when they evenly distributed power. But as time went on, the power all of a sudden shifted. Either this place has too much power and this place doesn't, or this place has too much power and that place doesn't. The government in America has way too much power. And in order for that to be fixed, there has to be more diversity, better understanding, more communication. Sometimes I'm thinking like, you know, like how do you really solve racism? Like what could we do to solve it as well? Like do you think we'll ever get to a point in the future where everyone's truly equal and no one thinks someone is less than them just because of their race? I don't think it's ever going to change because this country was built on white supremacy and racism. Many people teach their children how like to be racist. Racism is a trait that people have seen and absorbed. Their children absorbed that knowledge and it became a part of them as they grew up. And they did it subconsciously, not knowing that they were doing it at all. They just think that that's how they are, and then their kids are doing it. Their kids grow up. That's how it got passed down from generation to generation. I just want to argue that a little bit because I 100% think that racism is taught. I don't think you can just pass down a way of thinking down to different generations because it's not like it's not like a height or like what color eyes you are. So honestly, I feel like the new generation that's coming up is um, so much more open-minded than the older generation because they're used to that. It's like everyone's just thought of racism as this like normal thing that like, oh yeah, like that happens all the time. Like it's okay, don't like think much of it. Or like when older people are like, you know, saying something ignorant, you're like, oh, that's just, that's how they grew up. Like that's just their way of thinking, you know. And I feel like once that we get to a point where the older generation is now the elders, I feel like the situation could be better because, you know, we're starting to sort of grow out of that ignorant thinking and um, bad mindset. I truly understand what you're talking about, but people like you and me, we tend to pick up on things that 
our parents or our grandparents or our great-grandparents or our aunts and uncles and cousins have done, and we just put it within what we naturally do. We can't really pick and choose what we do, especially if we're doing it and we don't really know we're doing it until someone points it out and we realize, oh, so that's what I was doing. Racism is similar. Say a kid was growing up in a racist home and he's grown up with that all his life. He doesn't know it's racist. So he grows up and he's doing it. That's not technically his fault because he grew up in it. It's all about environment. I just think it's learned off of the different behaviors that your um, your parents like display. So if you can learn to be racist, I feel like you can learn to not be racist by getting educated and speaking to actual African-Americans about how their experiences and how they have to like go through it themselves. And I feel like once people realize that like that's not right, I wouldn't want to be treated like that. I see where you're going with that. Because if people just took the time to understand instead of instigating and making assumptions, the world would be a better place. I truly feel that would actually work. People need to learn to be more open-minded. I feel there was a point in time in the world where people were open-minded and then assumptions and instigating came into play and people just closed their minds. There's no possible way that this happens repeatedly and repeatedly. No one stops to think, what am I doing wrong? How can I make this better? People need to start thinking like that. I feel like people would come to that point in their lives where they start to think that maybe what they're doing is wrong after, I don't know, like an experience of this. So like, let's say that they're being rude to someone or um, racist to someone like based off their skin color or whatever. I feel like once like someone actually points that out, like, mm, like maybe you shouldn't, maybe you shouldn't treat someone like that. Like I feel like that they would take their time out of their day I see a lot of white people normalizing the N-word and like how they're saying it more and more. So I feel if, as if like, if they see an African-American and they're just being like harassed by a bunch of racist white men and they're being called the N-word, I feel like that someone, you know, like, oh, that, that may not be a nice word and like I should probably stop saying that because if someone sat there and harassed me down the street calling me these ignorant things and, and like things that I just really don't want to be called, like why would I do that to someone else? You know, so like I, I just feel like people just need to have a little bit more empathy. And if they think if that happened to me, like, how would I react? I completely understand what you're talking about. I have friends, Caucasian friends, who say the N-word constantly. And if we're going to be honest, they're not even in this country. And they're saying the N-word. But they know that once I've had enough, they stop. They know to stop. And there needs to be more people like that. I was talking to my friend yesterday. He was like, what's up, N-word? And I'm like, don't say that. He was like, okay, I'm sorry. We talked for a whole hour, and he hadn't said it after I told him to stop. If there's more people like that, there's hope for America. That's where we wrap up our conversation on the Black Lives Matter movement that's happening right now and racism as well. This is Kamaria. This is Mickey. And this is Gabby. And this is us signing off. Y'all have a nice day. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Youth Express. 
Youth Express is made possible with support from the Henry L. Hillman Foundation, the Pittsburgh Penguins Foundation, and the 33 Foundation, and was produced by SLB Radio Productions. Learn more at youthexpress.org. Youth Express. Catch the future.